Welcome to Papa's House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook. We will talk from the lost sheep and the lost coin and then the lost son. So, I felt in my heart to talk about that. But I believe God is going to speak to you from these small parables that he spoke thousands of years ago. Let's just pray how it goes. Let's see. Father, I pray that you will uh, take control of my lips, take control of my mouth, take control of my mind. You will speak to me, speak through me. And I pray at the end of the day, they didn't come here to hear my voice because that would be a real disappointment. But they have come to hear your voice. So I pray for an encounter of your love this morning. Captivate us through your love. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the, the scripture that God gave me was from um, 1 Peter chapter 4. And that's what we will be dealing at. 1 Peter chapter 4. And the title goes like this. Love always seeks to restore. And I'm afraid we as Papa's house, we could... If we don't watch out, we will become an exclusive club that will, by default, create a bubble that will put others outside this bubble because we we kind of a very good family. We have an understanding with one another. We kind of have a style and a rhythm of moving things in the Lord with one another. And I believe if we don't keep God in the center, we kind of can come to a place where you know, we can create a click and then it will be like another bubble. You know, we have lots of bubble like sheep bubble, goat bubble. You have lots of bubble in, in CMC. So, it can become a papa's house bubble, another bubble. And very hard for others to penetrate because we have created. Nothing wrong. It's not like by intentionally we do this. But by being ourselves, we have to be watch out. And that's what I felt like to talk about. Love always seeks to restore. And 1 Peter 4, 8 says, Above all, love each other deeply because love covers multitude of sins. And I wrote down here three things and I believe these are just a backdrop for us to move forward for the next 25-30 minutes. You know, the first one is, the more we are forgiven, the more we understand God's love. And that's important. The more you and me know how much we are forgiven, we can understand God's love. If we don't know we are forgiven, we cannot understand God's love. And I believe we need to ask ourselves an honest question. Who are we as a family of the Lord? Or who are we as a church like Papa's house? Who are we? What, what are some of the DNAs we carry? What do we emulate to others? What others look at us and say, oh, this is another English-speaking church. Or this is another freaky, little wacky people that's just, you know, by themselves in a bubble. They speak, you know, like we call it Vaivamers, they speak Vaivamese. So, Papa's house, they speak Papa's housey. I don't know whatever it call it. So, you know, we, we should watch out on what, who we are inside as to reflect outside. And, and this is the three things that I wrote down. I think God will give us more revelation and His heart to move forward as a family, as his people, to the world that desperately needs his love. Number two, the more we are given 
second chances the more we tend to be gracious to others how many of you got second chances amen amen you know why there are no third chances because because in the mind of god he doesn't remember what he did before he forgives so that's why it's always second chances and that's why the bible says in psalms 103 as far as east is from the west so far he has removed his transgressions your transgressions from you so let me tell you this we are on the east right you go further east australia you stand there the east is still there he has removed you keep on going the transgressions that that you did god has already removed amen so you can never measure the east because east keep on going keep on god extending amen now having said that doesn't mean the grace that god gives us is a license to sin license to do life whatever it's that's not what we are talking about now if we are given second chances how we are to be gracious with others that goes on with everybody from starting with our co-workers with our own life or family members to anybody that we meet in the world the third one the more we are shown mercy the more we are merciful to others and these three parables actually talk about those three things lost sheep lost coin and lost son and the lost is just a condition sheep coin and son is the identity lost sheep is 1 into 100 lost coin 1 to 10 lost sheep is 1 to 2 you see the proximity god is bringing closer from 1 to 100 and 1 to 10 and then 1 to 2 and the lost sheep jesus when he addressed it's so beautiful when he addressed he addressed it in a beautiful way that it received by all people lost sheep everybody knows because it's for the illiterate and for the peasants the people were illiterate most of them and they were shepherds they could understand lost coin is for the wealthy for the pharisees they were they had the power the control and he used a metaphor of women why to freak out the women not to freak out the women to freak out the pharisees because pharisees you know if you are a jew you happen to read about the jewish history the jews a typical pharisee would get up in the morning and he will pray three things and he will say thank god i am not a leper thank god i am not a gentile and thank god i am not a woman hello this was the jewish pharisee prayer a rabbi would pray and even there's a it's in the it's in the tulmut rabbi uh, its name is ulcer i'm not ulcer but some weird guy he said i would make sure that women should never come inside the synagogue women and lepers come late to synagogue and go early because right before the service they have to leave right after the service they have to come in they are not allowed to given torah still in afghanistan you go women cannot read women cannot go to school you know the australian cricket team right now you heard the story afghanistan you know sports minister of afghanistan said women cannot play cricket they cannot wear the cricket clothes and you know so it's all rooted even in the judea world view they had this and that's why after malachi and beginning of matthew there was a gap of 400 years and this 400 years something birthed out and what we call now is judaism which is far from 
the bible of old testament okay so now that's just a backdrop now i want to get into this uh, lost sheep and then the lost coin and the lost son let me read from the passion translation luke chapter 15 from verse 4 to 7 there was once a shepherd with 100 lambs but one of his lambs wandered away and was lost so the shepherd left the 99 lambs out in the open field and searched in the wilderness for the one lost lamb he didn't stop until he finally found it with exuberant joy he raised it up and placed it on his shoulders carrying it back with a cheerful delight returning home he called all his friends and neighbors together and said let's have a party come celebrate with me the return of my lost lamb it wandered away but i found it and brought it home jesus continued in the same way there will be glorious celebration in heaven over the rescue of one lost sinner who repents and comes back home and returns to the field more than all of the righteous people who never strayed away now what is the context here the context here is very clear jesus was against the judgmental spirit if somebody comes inside you know and he, very clearly that's what god is telling me to tell you we should always have a merciful heart for new believers who come inside see you and me have walked a long way before the lord i was 18 when i came to know jesus 20 i surrendered my life and worked with a pastor 22 i planted my first church 24 i stepped into missions i am 44 the last 20 years being a missionary so my walk with the lord can't be compared to someone who just took first baby step and guess what we do sometime and again i am not pointing at anyone here please this is not a message that i heard somebody said something i am preaching to the choir this is what the lord is speaking to me and he is saying be merciful if somebody comes new you know you don't put a demand on a 2 year old how to walk properly you put a demand on a 20 year old how to walk properly you remember when my son started walking he was one and a half years i first time when you started walking was in in grt hotel we took it was on valentines day i took my wife bought a beautiful flower we went to the valentines day lunch and then i left isaac we were a couple of other friends were also with us and he was just born i kneeled down and i said come to daddy come to daddy now he is 8 year old if i keep doing that you will probably tell me charles i know this such and such a physician you could meet with him get some help yes or no yes now what we do translate this in a spiritual walk as somebody who comes to know the lord he may fall stumble get up you know you may even swear you know we have we have sanctified swear words christians we use the word shoot we all know what does that mean we don't want to say the other word you know hello you look super holy to me my goodness i need to talk to somebody who understands anybody understands here yes thank you sharon thank you brother you know we have sanctified swear words you know we don't want to use some of the swear words you know oh my god that's a swear word but oh my gosh that's okay so we we kind of we have developed ourselves a place where we think this is okay and somebody who walks in he may have a little foul mouth given grace that's what jesus was talking he was talking against the judgmental attitudes look at the principles here it's up 
in the screen but also in the book if you want you can get it i'm not pro- i'm not promoting okay just just throwing it out there each and every one is equally important equally valid equally appreciated equally unique in the sight of god there is no seniors there is no hierarchies you know one thing you will never graduate from can i tell you this write it down you will never graduate from being a child of god god never calls you an adult do you know that god never calls you by title hello bank manager stephen is going to now sing praises to me he's my little you know how they call me i have three names charles frederick daniel you know in home they don't call me with all those three names you know what's my name chinna that's my name chinna so if i go home my old old family in tirunelveli if you go they will say chinna vandata chinna you know how daddy calls me daddy god calls me chinna is praising not missionary not pastor right right reverend left reverend center reverend top reverend left nothing chinna is going to praise me now amen you are a child of god amen and now number 2 he is the great risk taker he left the 99 and reached out to the one now are we being the risk takers sometimes we say oh if we bring these people inside the church what will happen to us hello romans 1 ephesians 2 read that it says you were once like that what that he gives the list adulterers fornicators liars gossipers mockers any gossipers here anyone gossiped before thank you i like the honesty here thank you sister mary i like that if you were accepted somebody who is freshly gossiping hmm? hello you know i i, I have a hard time this is i'm, I'm that's why i'm saying i'm going to rant it's not a preaching i'm going to rant you know i met a guy who is struggling with homosexuality i met a guy he's struggling he's deeply struggling i prayed with him i don't want to tell his name so you're recording streaming i prayed with him he's saying you know he he had to even dump his girlfriend because he was not even attracted to his girlfriend he said i know i'm struggling i want to escape from this okay now i didn't say to him you should not come to church but the vibe he got i'm not saying you did it also the vibe he got was he was some kind of more sinister than the rest of us and he stopped gathering to us now i want to tell you this i have also people people friends family that i know they are still dealing with bitterness they are still dealing with gossip they are still dealing with porn they are still dealing with addictions but they are here they are with us so what happened is in church we have come to agreement in commonly sudden sins are okay we can deal with that gluttony i was a fat pastor glutton gluttony is one sin hello but it's okay the pastor avarku nalla masala vada na romba pidikum avarku rendu moonu extra saapduvar it's a sin but it's okay last is okay phone you watch something in the night tomorrow morning you can come it's okay but then a guy who is struggling with same sex 
my point is this if anyone this is what i'm proposing to you guys if anyone struggles and comes to you and says i have you know all those i don't even know the meaning of lgbtq if somebody you meet them and you say i'm struggling with them you need to say as long as you recognize that's a struggle you're welcome to papa's house we are there to help you hug you love you take care of you to see god's fulfillment of his cross over your life this guy he struggles just like somebody struggles with the last somebody struggles with compulsion buying you know that's a, that's a sin do you know that hello but what happens is we only judge someone who sins differently than us that's why jesus has to say i left the 99 went after the one one matters one matters number 3 he bore our sins and sickness on the cross he raised it up and placed it on his shoulders carrying back with cheerful delight and and this is the point i wrote down when religion gets us we are condemned and shamed that's what religion has done they shame you and shun you you tell people that you have a problem you go to people and you say i am dealing with lust or porn or issues of alcohol or you know same sex the church what it does shame you shun you you know what the world says celebrate you empower you that's what the world says you know what the kingdom does kingdom says i love you the way you are but i died for you not for you to stay where you are to restore you what approach you and me are taking easy to take the religion approach you know why because it's nice to speak the same papa saucy language but it's hard to go extra mile to embrace them now the passion translation says his example is this because his heart was focused on the joy the hebrew word is simcha which means party or celebration of knowing that you would be his he endured the agony the shame the cross and conquered in humiliation now sits exalted at the right hand of god write down this application questions it's up there or you take a picture of it when helping someone to know christ don't patronize or humiliate the person rather celebrate the little steps they take towards victory it's very important when you don't patronize them hey we are four generation christians one of my friends said we are not just four generation christians we are four generation ipc christians you know ipc is one of those very another level denomination and i was like wow anyway still you are fat but <laughs> that's just my thought that came out louder mm. but but that's the reality you know sometimes we we are patronizing people no need to patronize you know jesus is the one that never condemns but convicts he never humiliates but humbles hello we are called to be like his like his disciples number 2 it may be too early to give up or too late to learn something new sometimes we say this ah this fellow ayyo thirunda maata he will never change that's it like pilatu i wash my hands somebody washed 2000 years ago they are still doing it that's not you shouldn't follow pilate's example jesus never gave up on the 
very verge of dying on the cross there's a guy says one guy is cursing at him another guy is saying appa if you go to paradise remember me the shortest prayer he prayed was what remember me you know what jesus said today you will be with me in paradise do we have that love as your pastor probably i don't i can't say yes because i need to be honest with you to have that love do we have that love do we really show that love to people around number 3 don't forget where you came from this will enable you to do things with a thankful heart grace towards others remember we were once lost sheep imagine you sit and you have your own preview god is taking you to pvr and is making you to sit by your huge popcorn and you're sitting there and he's saying i'm going to show you your own movie preview of all the things you did that nobody knows hello would you be happy to show see that huh? you will say i don't need your popcorn i no need to i'm a pentecostal go and go to movies <laughs> hello this is what happens that's why we should be always have the heart where we come from now these are the two questions i want you to remember we're going to pray and talk about this can you share your own experience how you were known by jesus how was it for you i remember when i was 18 years old i was a religious nut i did church i went to church i was part of this group called christianese but i had no relationship with the lord i remember when i was 18 years old there was one pastor came his name from his name is agustin jabakumar from bihar he was a missionary from bihar some of you might know his name he came he preached in my in my town small village there were around 600 to 800 people were there in the convention my grandma said please go he's a tamil guy from our place but he speaks hindi so that was my curiosity to go and attend the convention he sang hindi song how come a tamil guy speaks hindi that was a miracle that was you know we took our road paint and applied wherever the hindi was there in those days when i grew up so so i was like so curious to go and see and he preached from the book of exodus chapter 12 verse 1 valiva priyathil un sishtigarenene remember the creator in the days of youth I, i remember that was the season on october 2nd 1994 i gave my life to the lord so don't forget where you come from do you know the exact you don't need probably no need to know the date but do you know at least a time frame or something when god touched you anybody yes and you know that your life was a mess before and after encountering him it's it's a new life yes let's not forget that amen now have you taken any dumb decision how did i don't need you you to answer that probably you all did how did god bring correction without humiliating you or pulling down your identity you know what we do in tamil i don't know in malayalam or hindi in other culture if somebody will say something wrong we'll say mutta payane arivilliya mandayila enna vechirukka so what are you doing if you do wrong what happens immediately your identity is pulled down hmm? hello Jesus never pulled down. He didn't go to the lost sheep and say, huh, dandam, unna nalakye biryani ke potter raya vachar. He didn't say that. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> He took it, put it on the shoulder, celebrated. Guys, come on. 
I'm talking to the leaders. You are all leaders. Oh, brother, nobody following me. No, first person to lead is you. Amen. Now, let's move to the second one. Okay? I'll be quick. Parable of the lost coin. Now, I'm going to read again from the passion. Luke 15 from verse 8 to 10. Jesus gave them another parable. There was once a woman who had 10 valuable silver coins. Now, from 100 it comes to 10. When she lost one of them she swept her entire house diligently searching every corner of her house for the one lost coin when she finally found it she gathered all her friends and neighbors for a celebration telling them hey come celebrate with me i had this i had lost my precious silver coin but now i have found it that's the way god responds every time one sinner repents and turn to him he says to all his angels Let's have a joyous celebration for that one who was lost I have found. Isn't it beautiful? Now, the silver coin many people believe, the scholars believe it's not just some of those 10 paisa or 20 paisa, it was worth $1200 for current equivalents days worth. It's one of those things that married women wear it in their in the it's like thali, you know. If you lose your thali, unless otherwise you're married to your husband, you're like under sunium pona pot. But if you are precious, you know you don't lose. You know what I mean. So this is what it means. So you see here, she in the lost sheep, the shepherd went. In the lost coin, the woman, sheep, and how does he do? By turning on the light. By turning on the light, wherever there is darkness, there is an opportunity for you and me to be the light. Hello, what we Christians do? All the lights come together, and we have a light fellowship. It's funny, but that's what we do. God never said have a light fellowship. He said wherever there is darkness, that you and me have a unique opportunity to be that light, so that the confusion can be driven out through clarity. matchbox matchsticks inside the matchbox is useless matchstick outside the matchbox be stricken with that striker can set the forest on fire sadly we do church on sunday and we continue 100 years mama ida scudder's presence is here most of you are here because of that Uri's college is here. Still, Vellur has got only three to five percent are Christians. That tells me we are becoming very secluded, and that's a warning sign from the Lord to be out. This week, Monday to Friday, who you met and you shared about the love of Jesus? What opportunity that you had and you ignored it? church i want you to be real with this i don't want you to just do church come attend i love you to the fact that's what i'm sharing this fact because i don't want you to just have a comfortable life saying yes everything is fine i'm doing church i even named you know a good name for my kids and i'm i'm going to i'm giving my tithes all those are good but this is important who am i deliberately reaching out to principles why women to freak out the religious people that's the thing our job is to be a hope to the hopeless 
church is to nurture the body of Christ church is to extend grace and mercy to the fallen have we extended mercy and grace to the fallen are we merciful to others like this person who came and said anna i am struggling there's another guy he is also from cmc i don't want to tell the name he is addicted to drugs every sometime on friday night or saturday night you will text me please i need your prayers i'm so tempted i don't know i want to take the drugs i'll tell him come come to church come to church he's like i don't know i feel so shame ashamed to come i said nobody is going to judge you come we were all once a stupid messed up fellows come and i feel so ashamed my dear brothers and sisters there's one thing to confront sin because they live in denial but another thing when somebody saying i'm struggling to go and help them so i'm taking the second position i'm not saying it's okay bring them all in we need empty chairs get filled so that we can go no i'm not talking about it. please don't misinterpret me i'm saying there are people who are really struggling out there do we extend grace and mercy to them and maybe they will they will not change immediately on the first week or second week maybe they will take a year <laughs> maybe it will take it's not my time table it's god's time table but are you willing to endure the cross and go and walk with them she took responsibility you know this parable says in the beginning she lost a coin in the middle eastern culture and even in asian culture we usually don't say that you know why you are late we say the bus is late have you heard that we never take responsibility the bus how can it be late so the, the bible did not say the coin is lost as if the coin jumped out from her wallet went underneath the cabinet and sat there and say let's count 1 2 3 let's play i <laughs> no the, so the the woman took responsibility she says she had 10 she lost 1 you know the breakthrough comes when you first admit i messed up it was i think uh, one of uh, the person i forgot his name he says 50% of breakthrough is already accomplished in your life when you first accept that you need help hello if you live in denial you'll it's not possible so 50% of breakthrough already accomplished in your life if you say i need help that's it now the number 3 god always rewards those who are diligent she didn't give up too soon wasn't irresponsible or took it for granted other translation says she did three things little lamp swept the house cleared out all the dust do you want to be free from darkness turn on the light jesus is the light let him sweep through your life completely allow him to transform you inside out romans 12 talks about it stay clean be plugged plugged into god's circle and i think it's important that we we have this beautiful circle and i that's why we break even in small groups it's nice but this should not be in a place where we don't allow others to get in amen we don't have time to deal with all of this applications let's go into applications quickly i will show you a sign of growth in my character when i take responsibility 
when you take responsibility what are you showing you are showing a sign of character growth character is not a course that you go through it's a life process with jesus i carry an eternal value in me just like the coin may be lost it may be never loses its value that's what it's happening lost coin lost is not the identity coin is the identity and questions we will think about this when was the last time i took responsibility for my mistakes and what was the outcome i'll tell i've told you this humorously and i'm going to tell you again you know sometimes me and yunus will argue and argue and argue i know she was right but the man ego want to make sure that you know vilundalo meesile mannu ottla so i wanted to make sure but finally i'll say yes you are right i'm sorry and that's it that's the beginning of healing of any relationship but we tend to prove that i am right you know today denominations are born and we are so divided one church pastor doesn't greet another church pastor one church member criticizes another church member come to my church my church worship is greater my church pastor preaches and every time he, before he preaches he gives one humorous story today i didn't give you know comparison criticism come on church if we are like that we are actually delaying the lord's coming hello last but not the least how did god pursue you when you got lost you all have stories right how did god pursue you did he left you pona saniya potom did he leave you like that he pursued you he came after you he searched for you amen are we showing that mercy to others now the last parable it's in chapter 33 what time is it are you guys okay are we learning something yes last this is this we will spend a little bit longer here because i need to get this context right so look 15 from 11 to 32 we are not going to read all of this but i'll just uh read from verse uh, verse 13 shortly afterward the younger son packed up all his belongings traveled off to see the world he journeyed to a far off land where he soon wasted all he was given in a binge of extravagant reckless living with everything spent and nothing left he grew hungry for there was a severe famine in that land so he begged a farmer in that country to hire him the farmer hired him and sent him out to feed the pigs now listen to this he is a jewish guy this is to your jewish audience pigs are an abomination the son was so famished he was willing to even eat the slop given to the pigs verse 17 humiliated that finally realized what he was doing and he thought there were many workers at my father's house to all our food they want with plenty to spare they lack nothing why am i dying here of hunger feeding the pigs and eating their slop i want to go back home to my father's house and say to him a father i was wrong i have sinned against you i was never worthy to be called your son please father just treat me like one of your employees and jump all the way down verse 22 turning his servants father said quick bring the best robe my very best robe and i will place it on his shoulders bring the ring the seal of sonship and i will put it on his finger and the best shoes 
that you can find for my son and let's prepare a great feast verse 23 and celebrate now verse 25 i'm jumping here and there so just follow me please uh, now the older son was out walking in the field when his brother re- returned and he approached the house and he heard the music of celebration and dancing so he called over one of the servants and asked what's going on and this is a big thing a religious person can celebrate someone's recovery you know why because they feel if somebody is recovered they're going to come in competition with them so they always want them to stay a little bit down there as long as you are broken and i am bit better than you i feel good that attitude is a religious spirit the older son became angry and refused to go in and the father came out and pleaded with him come and enjoy the feast with us the son said father listen how many years i have been working with you like a slave for you performing every duty you asked for your faithful son while the younger son pursued self discovery the older brother you know but i have never once disobeyed you but you never thrown a party for me because of my faithfulness never once you have even given me a goat that i would feast on and celebrate with my friends like what he's doing now but look at son of yours he come back after wasting your wealth of on prostitutes and reckless living here you are throwing a great feast to celebrate him now this is what the father says verse 31 my son you are always with me by my side everything i have is yours to enjoy it's only the right thing to celebrate like this to be overjoyed because the brother of yours was once dead and gone now he's alive and back with us again he was lost but now he's found and i have seen this countless number of times i have seen this many christians they say i don't think he deserve or she deserve to come to church i don't think this person can do this i don't think this person is fit to stand here and always i say them the same answer where were you where were you you were once right there in the pig swine eating pig's food doing all the things that was abomination in the eyes of the lord but the lord rescued you amen and there are a lot of things we can go in detail this could be a whole teaching by itself but just to want to give you an highlight the robe talks about righteousness that jesus becoming the righteousness you remember if uh, ephesians 6 the armor of god six things it talks helmet of salvation breastplate of righteousness shield of faith belt of truth sword of the spirit which is the word of god feet that comes with readiness to preach the gospel of peace i always thought these things god gives to us but actually it's not he just gives to us he is to us he is the helmet of salvation that means his mind becomes our mind he is the breastplate of righteousness that means he made me righteous not something i earned it he is the shield of faith that means he covers me not something that i put him in the front you know then the the in the creepy movies the the nuns pick up their cross and they show to the devil and then the devil opens them all ah! and then they run away and then you know all the graphics anybody seen the weird stuff okay thank you johanna yes i have one witness here okay 
that's the thing it's not like that you know what i mean it's not something we show the shield of faith he becomes our shield that means we are called to hide behind him belt of truth what is the goal of enemy to pull your pants down and say shame shame puppy shame that's the goal of the enemy the enemy's goal is to what is to steal kill and destroy what did god do he gives you that's why the first thing adam and eve messed up they felt the nakedness the first thing god did what to cover their nakedness god always that's why first peter 4:8 says what love covers multitude of sins come on church say amen hallelujah something amen amen look at this now helmet of salvation breastplate of righteousness shield of faith belt of truth sword of the spirit which is the word of god he becomes our word we don't use the word claim it name it no 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 he becomes our word then the gospel of peace what does it mean he is the ambassador of peace he is the prince of peace we become the peace keepers the peace makers amen isn't it beautiful now shoes the slaves don't wear shoes do you know that because they are they can run away the first thing father does before he brings up his preach preaching or tash talks father gives him shoes ring ring talks about authority feast talks about celebration when we celebrated this building we we invited the tak guy to bring the biryani and this mothers they probably work 200 rupees per day the biryani cost 200 rupees we gave them blessed them they were so blessed to take i said take one for your you know the mamiyar you know give biryani to your mamiyar it shows that you you love her so much you know <laughs> you know so i give, tell them take them go give them bless why because every soul is worth to celebrate amen and look at the younger son and the older son mentality the younger son he went out and got lost in the world the older son he stayed in and got lost in self righteousness that's what happened he got lost in self righteousness he said i am i i am i can do this i was so pure faithful i did this i prayed this i fasted i did. look he searched for the meaning to his life and through pleasures but the older son he searched meaning to his life through self righteousness if i do this right maybe god will bless me that's why he is complaining father i was there faithfully you didn't even give me one goat sometimes our prayers you need to even hear you record your own prayers and listen to it sometimes we rant like the self righteous older brother i did all this still you allowed this painful situation in my life what is that self righteous hello i gave everything auto i set up auto tight detecting from my salary but still my car broke down still my family went through this challenges what is that self righteous sorry this i mean i i cannot put it more easier than this but look at this i'm just sharing the word he lost everything and came to his senses he has everything but lost his senses relationship that guy lost everything this guy has got everything look what the father said all i have is yours but his father and him don't have relationship hello we can be in the church and not find christ do you know that you can come to church say kumbaya there is no christ that's what the older man 
he humbled himself on found grace he was self righteous and lost joy the sad part is the bible did not say did the older man went inside and celebrated we don't know we don't know we don't know i hope we are not like that i hope we will go and join the celebration i hope we will join the party hallelujah amen now last but not the least enga son celebrating he is angry and frustrated the last picture we see what is that he is angry and frustrated angry at god angry at his brother he only tells he spent it on the prostitutes the bible never says so probably that's his own assumption hmm? sometimes we assume no he is coming now saying worshiping i am a friend of god huh? i know what he did last summer the desmond pool party i was there he was drunk i have to drag him from that pool put him in the car now he is saying i am a friend of god angry bitter frustrated application there's lot more to talk but when i am self righteous i'm usually without joy self righteousness says i can make it without god when i am self righteous all i can think of it's what i did and what others did wrong can you can you imagine this can you read this for yourself like what others did wrong you did this you did this how can you can be part of this that's a self righteous thing god hates that god really hates that number 3 when i am self righteous i can't celebrate other people's victory it breeds jealousy and anger every time what i am praying for somebody gets it the lord takes test me am i celebrating or am so i i i learned this principle if i celebrate other people's victory my victory is on my way amen amen you're praying for promotion you're praying for a house you're praying for a car you're praying for marriage somebody next to you god all these things that you've been praying for say god thank you you know one of my prayers i used to say god of benny prasad because he got a visa this nation you can open door for me i'm like how come you got it lord no i say god of benny prasad you did it you did open door you open door for him in montenegro you can open door for me and he did i went to montenegro it was my 112th country to go montenegro hello he does wonders when you celebrate other people's victory amen look last but not the least jealousy and anger are actually a spirit of bitterness in disguise now last these two questions i want you to pray about this explain god's grace salvation restoration in your own life how did the father see you and perceive you I remember Father Sami in 1994, October 2nd, in a youth meeting, Father Sami, and he rescued me. And right after that, I'm not saying I had a very holy life. I had a roller coaster life. I'm like Peter. One day, Hallelujah, Sunday, Sunday, other days, another way, other Sunday, I'm Sunday, Sunday. You know. So I had this up and down life, but the Holy Spirit rescued me. Amen. Is there an older brother mentality still lingering in you? Can you celebrate someone's coming back to the Lord or do you still feel the urge to talk about his or her past? It's a good thing, no? Yeah, now he's good, but 3 years ago when we were doing PG together, I know him very well. 
what are you trying to say you are trying to say that life is still i remember and i am not celebrating his victory right now Amen.